Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are, including the Apple iOS podcast app. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review or a review, whichever one you want, maybe both. It's free and easy. It's a great way to support Going In Raw. We're also available on CastBox. We have a terrific partnership with CastBox. We suggest you check out the app. It's a fantastic way to check out podcasts. Apparently, we've been having some problems with uh, Google Play, yeah. things updating properly. We're yeah. going to send that to our people. We're going to say... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get that worked out. We'll get that all figured out. Uh, we're also available on the Patreon. Hold on, pa- was, it, was it only Google Play that was the... No other platform? That's the one that I've, that I've heard that we've okay, had problems okay. with. Here, go ahead and continue. I'll, I'll check other platforms to make sure we're all good. We're also available on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got 65 people watching the pre-show right now. Earlier, we had 300 people because we accidentally went live on our, our, our main channel yeah. uh, for everybody to see. Uh, just, I was just mumbling away, yeah. talking about the day, and yeah. then somebody realized, uh, you, you, I think it was Jazz Wooten here in chat, said, yeah, you, you guys are on your YouTube channel, you know? Oops. And we're like, oh, I forgot to change the stream key. We're not very good with technology still. I'm still I'm still getting used to coming into an office in the morning. Uh, so we're you on know, Patreon. I, say, I, I feel like I, I got a little more spring in my step when I know I, I just have to come here rather than drive all the way to your well, house. Well, I noticed that you're always here before me. Yeah. And you're always here before you would have been at my house. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell that well, you've been. Part of that's just logistics. I mean, it's 15 minutes closer. Yeah, I know. But there have been times when you show up at my house like 11 o'clock. Also, I that, that wouldn't have been the case. I, I haven't been going to the gym. I didn't go to the gym all last week. Oh, yeah. Well, I went once because. My shoulders are a little messed up. Still. Okay, um, and I, I, I'm going to go tomorrow, so I'm yeah. here a little bit later. That's another reason. Why no, I am. I am thrilled with the office. Like I love being here. I love working here. I love the space that we have. It's great. You're mighty comfortable here. Yeah, man. Well, I, I got my shoes off right now. Is that going to be a thing with you? 
I'll be honest. I'm not a fan. I don't really care. I know. I'm but, not, I won't tell you not to do it. Well, you can't. Well, I could ask you. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that though. Like I haven't brought my dog in, so you yeah, you have you have that. Mm-mm. You have that's as far as I'm gonna go. But like, no, man, I'm super comfy. You know, here's the problem. I kept on getting shocked. This thing, like, you got shocked when you turned on the the record yeah, it's button. Not, it's not a huge deal for me though. I don't like it. I don't like the anxiety of. Well, it's am not, I gonna? Am I about to it's feel? It's not it? like Ow. it's not as if you're getting you know like electrocuted. It's just a minor little minor little shock. I think you literally are getting electrocuted to a very, very, not very to a painful degree to a minuscule degree. Have you ever? I don't like. Have it. you ever accidentally touched the plug on when you're plugging something in and get shocked that way? Oh yeah, I know. It's horrifying. It is. It's happened to me twice. Once when I was like a teenager, I was I forget exactly what I was doing, but I was doing those things when I was trying. Oh, I was trying to blindly. Uh, plug in my TV, but it was like behind the thing. Yeah, and I was doing this. Realize you had your thumb on the prong. Huh? And my thumb on the prong, and it went. Mm, it was like in my brain, mm, like yeah. that. I was like, oh god. Yeah. And then uh, when I moved in, when we moved into the new house, like five years ago, whatever it was, um, I was unscrewing the 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 lights, the light plate thing, right, uh-huh. the socket plate, and uh, I forget how. I know. I I remember. The funny thing is, I remember thinking to myself. I'm probably going to get shocked right now because I'm being kind of careless. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, the thing hit it, but it just it hit the breaker. It just went like sparks oh, flew, but I didn't actually get electrocuted. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, that's happened to me. It's terrifying. Patrick Oliva says you should get some office slippers. No, man, I'm a barefoot. I just like to be barefoot. <laughs> I made some shorts for myself today, too. I took some pants that I never wear. Wow. And then I cut them into shorts. Pretty soon you're going to get like a cot in here. Just take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, uh, so we're on Patreon. Oh, look, I've got this little thing for the for $20. You get this care package. Oh, it works. Look at that. We got a comic book, some stickers, a poster with Mecha Santa and Top Notch Super Best yeah, on man. either side. So you can get to choose which one you want to put up. Mecha Santa's the right answer. And then a signed postcard. It's got our OG logos. That's the OG care package. Yeah, man. It's the vintage care package. Yes. With the old logo. I came up with, I don't have it here, but I drew and designed the uh, the cover for Stowaway Bear, the comic book. Oh, I saw you did that. I have, I have story ideas, so don't go any further with that. Okay, no, that's totally fine. The, the cover is killer, though. Okay. It's a, it's a great cover. I don't know if I have it on here or not, but it's absolutely, a, it's a great cover. I'm very excited All with right. it. Did I actually take a picture of it? You sent me the cover without any pictures on it. Right, yeah, no, but I did like a It's dope. It's like a a bear's skull, Uh right? And then over like a a still ocean water with a yacht at the bottom. All right. It's rad. Okay. Very happy with it. Stowaway Bear the comic book. That's going to be the cornerstone of the next. In my my mind, the the story starts not in the 80s. Well, not the 1980s. Me like, you know, prehistoric days. Okay. That's when the story starts. Okay, there you go. Keep thinking of great story ideas. So the first bear. five pages will have will have no dialogue. Okay, that's good. I like it. So you're thinking 2001 esque, kind of, yeah. Kubrickian. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. every second of it. That's great. Keep on thinking of great ideas. Um, so yeah, uh, and then we're also prowrestlingtees.com forward slash going in raw. Before we get into our raw recap, we're gonna make uh, one quick announcement. We uh, we were gonna do this, or we sort of uh, alluded to it midway through the show yesterday. Uh, but we're going to say it again. This Friday, the longest Royal Rumble event in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, 
will be on the WWE Network. Of course, we're going to be watching. We're going to be here in the office watching. We're going to be broadcasting our live reactions. Correct. Here is the still from it right there. Stephen Larson's largest. I should change Why do it I to look longest. Ill? Well, you're green and I'm blue. I don't know. I wanted to change up the color scheme a little bit. All right. You're ill or you're the Hulk. That's not. Do you realize when you're actually ill, you don't turn green? Like you lose color a little bit in your in your face, maybe. Well, the general idea is like when you like if you want to visually show someone feeling ill. Right. The ill emoji is a green face. Yes. Yeah. That's about to puke, but it's not literal. Um, so, yeah. YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. 427, 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time. Correct. Uh, for the kickoff of the show. And here's what we're going to do also. There's been a lot of hubbub, and we're not going to get too deep into it because I don't really want to. But there's been like a lot of hubbub about um, the fact that women are not going to be performing at the, the longest Royal Rumble event, which is a big fat bummer. We're not going to get into the minutia of, or the, the debate of, you know, is, you know should WWE be, even be putting this on? You know, they've got a big fat paycheck. You know, we're not going to talk about that because apparently people in the comments were talking about this the other day. We're saying, you know, you guys are being disrespectful to, to the culture. And I can see that point of view. And we're not trying. We're not trying to be disrespectful to any culture. Absolutely not. But what we are going to do to to sort of, I don't know, make what I feel is a negative, not being able to see the women's division perform into a positive. We're going to donate half of the super chat money we receive from that live stream show, yeah. we're going to donate it to a charity. There is a local homeless shelter that specifically takes in women and children yeah. um, from, I think, I don't know if it's like specifically from abusive homes, but it, it focuses on bringing in women and children, uh, St. John's uh, Homeless program. Shelter program. program for okay. Real Change is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, that St. John's Program for Real Change. Yeah. That's what it's called. So half of the Super Chat money we bring in is going to go to that place. Um, I actually have a friend who works there as one of the cooks. He says it's a fantastic outfit, um, and they're huge here in town. We wanted to do a local thing as well yes. here in Sacramento. Yes. So that's what's going to happen with that. We hope you enjoy it. You, you join us. Mm -hmm. You know, We're not asking for Super Chats. We're just saying people give us Super Chats. Half of it is going to go to this charity. We yes. think it's a great charity. Yes. So that's happening. Let's talk about Raw. Yeah. I, I, I thought there was some good bits, but I thought overall it was kind of – underwhelming it it seemed to lack some fire I, I feel like Paul Heyman at the beginning sort of killed it for me a little bit well I don't know if it's necessarily Paul Heyman I think he it, talked way too long he talked a while well here let's start at the beginning um, first the show kicked off with a, a great tribute to Bruno San Martino um, the entire locker room save for Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman mm -hmm. uh, around the top of the ramp um, 10 bell salute Oh yeah, and they ran a great video package. Yeah, highlighting his 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 career. Yeah, um, fantastic. Anyways, right away, I guess the reason Lesnar and Heyman weren't on the stage is because they were coming out right after that, so they wanted to save that surprise. Yeah, it, I, well, I think he would have been a massive distraction. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because people don't really consider him part but of the Roman roster. Was, Roman was standing out there. He's part of the roster. I know. People don't really consider Brock part of the roster. Yeah, that's probably so. one of the. That's I mean, that's well, one of the problems like I have. I feel like. Storyline stuff like that, should, or or this should supersede storyline. Yeah, memorial stuff should should supersede storyline stuff. Anyways, Lesnar and Heyman came out. Heyman drops a really long promo um, where he, he 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 destroys Roman Reigns. Pretty much says no. He does not pretty much. He does say that he's that Lesnar is going to shred Roman mm -hmm. Reigns and he's going to be sent back to the United States in boxes. Oh man, yeah. Um, and so Roman Reigns, his music hits. He interrupts. 
I Call feel like Blaine. you're. I feel like you're underselling just how long. He oh, it went was on. really long. It was really. There's like ten minutes before he got to that bit about sending. Yes, being sent home. In a boxes. long ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might be Heyman's last promo on Raw, so maybe he's getting his money's worth. Anyways, Reigns just saunters out. His hair is back in a, a man bun or a ponytail. It's dude, dude, look, man. He's chill Roman. He's chill Roman. And after Heyman just just verbally destroys him. Yeah, literally says that he's going to be murdered. Yeah. He walks in the ring with a mic and just says, essentially, well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> he says, I don't know how I'm getting back here, but I'm coming <laughs> back with that title. And that was it. Yeah, I You know. got destroyed. Yeah. Do something. Yeah, right. Why did they insist on making Roman look so damn weak? They, that's their... What is... That's their he thing. He walks out there with no fire, no yeah. intensity. Yeah. He just kind of ambles out there. Yeah. Gives his two sentence promo and leaves. Here's the, here's my thing. Like we should have done is, is is come to the ring with a mic, act like he's gonna talk, and then sucker punch Brock. Fight. Yeah, I agree with that. The the revert the inverse of that or like the opposite thing they should have done, if they weren't gonna do that, put a corona in his hand. Yeah, something like go all in on chill Roman. Is this, no is, margarita? Hey, no. <laughs> From one of those long cups you get at Vegas with a watered down slushy <laughs> that's, crap. That's way too much. No, 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 no. Yes. Do that. Let me ask you something. Is there a beer Some out there? Shorts. Is there a beer out there that is that is more indicative of being chill than a Corona? Well, I mean, that's the, the the image you have in your mind because of their commercials. <laughs> so they've done a good job branding that for chill. I feel like Corona is what about, like what is what is uh, a chillada? No, those are just the what Lacey likes those. No, no, but then, like they have the word chill in the name. Well, yeah, but they have a long way to go before they can actually demonstrably what about say a, we're the most chill beer. Bud Light Lime. Come on, man, that's just for weird people. I don't know who would drink that crap. I've had I think Cor- Coronas is like the ultimate. Hey, man, let's because I'm I personally prefer uh, if I'm going to have you know beer with not a lot of flavor to it, I prefer Pacifico. Yeah, you know. That's my chill beer, but Corona's is like the most chill beer you yeah, can possibly I can't think have. Yeah, anything that might out chill Corona. Right? Yeah. Like no, Dos Equis is kind of doing something too much too. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But Corona is the most chill. Have him come down with a Corona. Yeah, in a, in a beer cozy. <laughs> in a beer cozy. Yeah. Give him the mic, and he says. No, first have him like speaking to the Corona, like he thinks that's the mic. <laughs> He does that face. Yeah, man. I no, I look, I'm with you. But that they've always done that with Roman. Like, I remember know. when And they wonder why he gets booed. Yeah. Because he's like the he's a in the words of hey, Ronda Ronda Rousey had a shirt, said don't be a DMB. He said, do nothing bitch. <laughs> That's what Roman Reigns kind of is. He's a do nothing bitch. So I don't know, man. I, I agree with you. I, I I find it bizarre. I find it funny. Yeah. Hey Roman, here's the thing. You're gonna go out there. And here's the thing. Have you ever been to the DMV? Right? Okay, so like when you go to the DMV, all those people behind the counter, right? No sense of urgency. That's what we're going with for you and your yeah, new gimmicks. Yeah. State worker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, man. I don't know. This is their go home for what is supposed to be, I would guess, Reigns coronation as Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. And it's the most underwhelming segment they could possibly do. Yeah. Wow, was that underwhelming. It really was. And the only thing I can think of is maybe Brock, like in his contract, just said, he shows up. No physicality, nothing. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, that could be. 
Yeah, there could be like a pay bump for uh, for throwing. That's the only thing I think of. But what? what how would that explain? Like, no, they should have. Hold done. on a second. Does it also demand I can't be in the ring with somebody who's speaking uh, uh, a volume of over like you know ten decibels? Because like Roman Reigns, like there's no fire, there's no passion. I know. Like you know, I, it could be Paul Heyman. I don't want anybody to speak above a whisper. I don't know. Nobody can be excited you know what they near me. They should have done is have Brock. Uh, not come out with Paul. Heyman comes to the ring, drops that same promo. Roman comes out, and we have something like the Samoa Joe Heyman thing. Yeah. Where Reigns gets in his face and starts to, like, threaten him. Yeah. And that's when Brock comes out. Look, man. Only has to hit him with, like, one punch. We can list right now. Just, before security comes down and breaks it all up. We can list right now. We have 64 people watching us live yeah, on yeah, Patreon. Yeah. Every single one of these people in this chat room. That's a better idea than what actually Could happened. come up in five seconds with yeah. a better idea. Yeah. You and I could do ten immediately off the top of my head better than what we got last night but that is the story of roman versus brock for some reason they are intent on having this limp to a finish and it's been limping for three years yeah it's like when you get magnets and you use the same polarity yeah they don't draw together they push apart they push apart these two have anti-chemistry yeah their chemistry like two magnets that's not a very good analogy but i see your point yeah no it's not a good analogy but it's something (laughs) clever like these two have no chemistry yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But you tried, and I appreciate that. It wasn't the best analogy, but I tried. Next up, Elias came out. Did a, <clears throat> The easiest way to get me to not want... To, the easiest way to get X-Pac heat on Bobby Roode is to do what he did last night. Yeah, interrupt Elias. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, are they worried that Elias is getting too over? Is that why last time he was on TV, he said, I'm not going to go into the ring and perform? Maybe. What Maybe. are they doing? Why do they do that when you have wrestlers organically getting over? Like they're doing it with Rusev. He's so over, and they just have him lose all the time. Yeah, I know. Why? I mean, we heard, I think Melser said something like they didn't like the audience doing the 10 thing, and that's why Ty's like not on TV anymore. It's like this crowd participation. Yeah. That's like actually positive crowd participation. Okay, can I, play dev- can I play devil's advocate for a moment, though? Yeah. That's kind of how the what thing started, and look at that. Yeah. So I can see them not wanting, like, I, I really doubt 20 years from now, fans are going to be chanting Rusev Day. No. But I could see the 10 thing being a, a, a thing. That could be annoying. Well, here's the thing. I'm wondering if the whole reason Ty was brought up is because the 10 thing was so over. Oh, and then they ditched it? Yeah, that could be. I don't know, man. I don't I mean, know. You really, you, you, if you're going to bring uh, uh, bring him up for that, then at least let him do that and get himself over with that. Yeah. Rather than take that away from him. And then on top of that, Bobby Roode just showed up on Raw last week, and then Elias won with a roll-up. Yeah, no. And it was it was clean, wasn't More it? More or less. I mean, I, he probably held tights. No. He didn't. No. <laughs> he didn't even well, hold the, the finisher. The finish was. Because he reversed the, the, the glorious DDT. But that wasn't, that wasn't what led to the roll-up. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yanked Bobby Roode's arm against the ropes. Yeah. And then jumped back in the ring and rolled him up. Yeah. It, there was nothing dirty about it. Yeah. It was pretty clean. I mean, I like Bob Roode. I like Elias. So if this is going to be a feud, that's fine. But still. So they'll they'll have like a story in the Greatest Royal Rumble probably. Like a mini thing. And that'll be even more of a thing. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. Next up, we had Woken Matt and, uh, and uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Doing a promo together. I, can't, I felt like this was a little bit more on even ground. Was this the first time they did their um, their entrance? The, I, that I liked. I, I liked it. They f- it felt like they were more contemporaries than like Bray being. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They um, did the entrance like that before, where it starts with Matt's music, and then they have done that before. Yeah, they did that last time they came out. Uh, it was the first time I noticed. It. I thought that looked pretty cool too. Yeah. So it's still an odd pairing for me because I feel like they're just. I don't know. I want more stuff. Well, with before the, with it was the... Bray assuming more of Matt's vocabulary and mannerisms, and yeah. it was a little more evenly distributed. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So that that's so yeah, fine. more like contemporaries rather than that's good. Bray being Matt's, you know, like right hand man. I do hope that. Did you see Bray tweeting at his brother and Curtis Axel saying, "Join us in the whatever." That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be that would be really really cool. For the simple fact that I really want to see Bo and Bray together. I know. I think they'd have fun. I think so, too. Um, this led to a match between uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt against the Ascension. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know, one thing that's it's, I still go back on. If you guys haven't seen the debut of the Ascension back before it was um, Victor and Connor, when it was, uh, what's that dude's name? Bram? Yeah. And Connor... It, go back and watch it. It's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. It's pretty cheesy. But at least they were booked super strong. Man, the Ascension cannot be booked any weaker. They're a it's comedy act. so man. bad. It's so bad. In that bit when uh, Victor did the, the cartwheel and Matt laughed and clapped and said standing ovation and, and Victor kind of you know sold it. It was kind of funny. Yeah. But then that was the last time the match was interesting because after that it was just all Matt and Bray. So I wonder, I do wonder... Um, so, Jason the Cabbie here in chat says, I still don't see how people think Bray isn't into this. I thought he was all in from the start. He seemed more into it last night. He did, and I do wonder if, maybe, because he's about to have gold, all right? You can't be upset if you're about to have a tag, tag team championship, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's a matter of getting kind of on the same wavelength. Oh, it could be. Or finding, finding sort of a chemistry, because they do do a, a different thing, Yeah, you know? Charville Myers, Ascension, or the WWE equivalent of Hilton. Ooh. Well, the Ascension are on TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, the Ascension they lost. Not a big surprise. Was no. this part of that tournament thing? No. What? Aren't they doing a tag? Oh, they're already, they're already fighting for it. They already yeah. won that thing, right? Yeah, like two weeks ago. I honestly, it's so much is going on. I just don't pay attention. Oh, my gosh. This is know. only our jobs, man. I know, but come on. It's the right. And then Thebar is gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're fighting Thebar. Yeah, they're on SmackDown now. Thebar is not winning those tag titles. Oh, I yeah, can't they, wait till they we were do, vacated. That's I right. can't wait till we do predictions tomorrow. There's too many titles, man. I can't keep up. Anyways. Why are they fighting right now if they've got a match on Friday? I don't know. That's stupid. Like, if the Ascension would have won this, would that have put them in contention for these tag titles? No. No? They just sort would have like, lost sort momentum. Sort of like Chad Gable beat Jinder Mahal. He, it's not like suddenly he's in the U.S. title match now. No. That's not how they do it? No. Let's talk about the uh, Kevin and Sammy show because I thought this was great. Okay. Did you see that lawn chair they brought out for Kurt Angle? That's what I'm aiming at. That's what I'm going to get. You consider that a comfortable lawn chair? More comfy than what we got. Yeah. That's debatable. Oddly, but you it's... You know I never like about those lawn chairs? You always have that bar that's going to run underneath the middle of your thighs. It gets uncomfortable after a while. Well, especially if you're like, you know, if it's really hot outside, it could burn you. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about having metal pressing against your flesh for a number of hours. It gets uncomfortable after a while. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I'll try it out at Target when okay. I go. Okay. I kind of want to get some, like, plants, too. I want, like, a tropical theme, you know. If that's what you want to do. If you're going to take care of the plants, that's fine. See, you do storage. I do. You're the botanist here. Production. Yeah, exactly. No, not botany. Like, oh, they'll be fake plants. Okay. I don't want to water plants, man. I think fake plants are more expensive, though. 
Oh, that's okay. I'll put on the company card. We just write it off. It means it's free. Means I can pay for half. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah, the Sammy and Kevin show. I thought that was oh, decent. Was fantastic. They made a they made a joke about Kurt Angle's kids. That was funny. Yeah. He said he's got you know you got five kids to feed, and, and Kevin, Kevin said, says, no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it's six. He's like, wait a second. And he look gets his legal pet out, and Kevin says, one, oh, two, three, four, five. Thing. Here's the problem. You forgot about Jason Jordan, and there was like five beats before Sammy said, oh yeah. Kurt kind of did that too for a while. Uh, he didn't do it right away. Right. He waited. It was great. Sammy got his reading glasses out. Was yeah, his legal pad. I do kind of feel like I don't know. I'm not going to say they're copying. I think Sammy was doing this before I was doing it. That's the thing. It's my favorite look. But I kind of, I would kind of wish they had done something like this because even on SmackDown, Sammy and Kevin were talking about the Sammy and Kevin show. Like actually give them the show. Yeah. And actually let them show off their comedic chops and their chemistry. Because they mm-hmm. never really got that opportunity on SmackDown. They were always stuck with this typical promo type stuff. Yeah. That was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, they gave Kurt a lawn chair to sit in. Yeah. Kurt Angle had some good bits. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end, I don't, know why they're, I don't know why they're poking this bear. Because Kurt can do what he did last night. I know. He made a match. Sammy and Kevin versus freaking Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. That's a tag team I'd like to see. Oh, heck yes. Yeah, man. That's what they should have done. They just had Braun just replace Nicholas with Bobby Lashley. Well, then also, Kurt says, he's in greatest, sorry, largest rumble, as is Chris Jericho, as is Daniel Bryan. Yeah, people are popping for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SmackDown's going to be good tonight. Oh, yeah. Next, Seth Rollins backstage. Um, he's approached by the Miz Taraj. They open their jackets and scream, burn it down, because they're wearing Seth Rollins shirts. Yes. They want to forge an alliance with Seth now that the Miz is Not on Not just Down any Live. alliance. They want to be New Shield. Yeah. And they put their fists out like that. And Seth says, it's going to be a hard no. A hard no. When's the last time you uh, had a hard no on something? <sighs> Mine was yesterday when you asked me to put my shoes back on. That's going to be a hard no. I didn't ask you to put your shoes back on yesterday. Yeah, but you're inferring as much. That's kind of said. <laughs> so we're doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're walking around barefoot now. That that's a thing, and I think I just didn't say anything. Yeah, you don't sold it, which is kind of what I expected. I said my bit, and I was done with it. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> you let your feelings be known. So that's a thing now. Like, Sometimes that's all you do is just say your pe- say your bit, and then you're done with it. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, so like the first time I bring tuna in here for lunch. You're like, oh, you're the guy that brings fish into the office, huh? Oh, I don't mind that. So long I, as I don't microwave it. <laughs> no, it's going to be like, you know, I don't know, probably salmon, maybe salmon. I wouldn't do that. Most I do is like a tuna sandwich. Yeah. That's the most and the, And honestly, it's just the microwave. Yeah. I like the smell of tuna, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, tuna's good. I might hey, make another one. Make one for me. Huh? All right. Come on, man. Bring it up. Bring it in. I'll do that. Anyways. I'll, I'll do something that annoys I'll you. I'll eat your freaking tuna and sandwich. And well, you know, if I say you can. Um at some point, <laughs> I meant if you brought me one. <laughs> I'll to, Only if I say you can. I'll have to start bringing my lunch in here and writing my name on it. Keep you <laughs> off my stuff. Oh, There'll be a certain point I'll do something. I'll be like, oh man, all this stuff over here, we got to put storage right <laughs> Only now. If I say you can. And you'll get annoyed by it. Oh God, that's good. Um, next, Titus Worldwide. They want some, uh, they want some payback. But what happened last week against uh, Dolph and Drew tag uh-huh. match? Yeah, man. At first, I was not into Drew and Dolph as a partnership, but I gotta tell you, after seeing them in the ring, mm-hmm. I dig it. Did I miss something? So Tommy Cat, sorry, 
said, please tell me they spent at least 10 minutes burying Roman's fake fans. Is that really a thing? Well, there was like a small group of people that were chanting for Roman. <laughs> okay. And like 10 or 15 people. The camera cut to them. Yeah. And then uh, I think Heyman acknowledged him or Roman acknowledged him or something. And that was it. No, Heyman did. Oh, okay. I thought that there was, wasn't there like a more of a, a healthier smattering of fans that were chanting for Roman when he came out? Oh, I don't know about that. Just during Heyman's promo, they actually cut to oh a group of like ten people. Were they all like interns or something? Or all they? Were they well, all I think PAs? that was the idea is that they were they were put Plants. in the audience for the sole purpose of cheering for Roman. Oh well, I don't know, man. Well, look, we've been to plenty of shows. I've seen plenty of people with Roman yeah. stuff on. Maybe they're doing it ironically. Maybe they just want to get be. on TV. You want to get on TV? Cheer for Roman. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, at least in terms of their in ring work. This mm-hmm. Dolph Drew partnership is already uh, working out pretty well. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I think it's, they work great together. So Dolph seems like he's got a, a, a fire under his ass, mm-hmm. and Drew, look, that promo was great. That promo was great. That promo, like, if you want, if you want real evidence, like a real example of somebody who hits it out of the park when given an opportunity, look no further than that promo. Yep. Because the delivery, the energy behind it, the charisma, everything about it was exactly what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. It was reminiscent of his first promo after he was uh, released from the WWE. And he showed up in ICW. Yeah, I believe so. And he cut that promo that left everybody wondering, why wasn't this guy in WWE? Why wasn't this the guy that they actually used? Um, Oh, everybody's saying their plans. Okay. Um, I mean that sucks. <laughs> if that's if that's true, that's true. Sucks. Do you let me ask him? Do you do you consider Brock Lesnar guy a plant? I don't think. I mean, he's I think not he's like a super fan. He's just a super fan. Yeah. yeah, that they know they can rely on for him to like do that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, if they put him there, then you know, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, and it's cheesy. Yeah, but you know, Impact once did that with an entire. When they went to, to India and they paid people to, to be there. Well, I was say, and like, it made for every, great TV. Every every episode of uh, Impact in the Impact Zone is is tourists that are there for free. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're not necessarily paying customers either. Right, <laughs> They don't even know what's going on. They're like, no. oh, when does the ride start? I know. <laughs> <laughs> is this one of those where the, the just the seat move? <laughs> right, exactly. Where's the projection screen? Are the wrestlers going to come at me How or come something? we weren't handing any 3D glasses on the way in? No, anyways, but Drew, Drew is fan. He's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. As you said, Dolph seems to have a, a, a renewed sense of, of passion and purpose. Yeah. He says, we don't steal the show. We are the show. Let me ask you something, though. Why Drew? And I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. But did authors of pain as soon as like Ellering left, did they start peeing on like people's bags or something like because why were they not on TV and why were they booked weaker last week than they were the first time? Then, well, I'm Drew and Drew and Dolph ran through Titus Worldwide, who are supposed to be quite a bit stronger, yeah, a tag team than Heath Slater and Rhino, yeah. And Authors of Pain had problems with him last week. Well, no, that's what he said. They should have destroyed him, yeah, 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 yeah. second time around. And Drew and Dolph had zero problems, they went through these guys like butter. They don't think about things that. Thoroughly. No, they don't. They don't at all. And they should. But it it is it is evident. Like, dude, authors of pain have been on the precipice, seemingly at least have been ready, seemingly to be called up for six, six months. months now. Yeah. And there has not, and there is no plan in place. Evidently, at least one that you know means TV every week. 
That's weird. I know. That's so weird. I know. So I don't know. I know. Uh, let's see here. No, I and I and I'm not. Here's my thing: authors of pain until they do something else. I, I find them. You know, we were we felt they were stale, mm-hmm. and you know, we're like, okay, well, cool. You know, they're they're getting called up. That's what. But I don't know what they're going to do with them because they're kind of one dimensional. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler are not that. And, and yeah, their tag chemistry is great. Well, you, well, not only does authors have to worry about Drew and Dolph, they also got to worry about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yes. Yeah. Because it seems like they're going to be in the tag division too. I think so, yeah. And there is a conversation to be had about the state of tag team wrestling in general. Are they simply going to start because the rosters are getting to be to the point where they're just super oh, deep? Oh, they kind of have to do that. They're going to have to start doing people that. up, yeah. I mean, I wonder if Redragon and, and War Raiders are kind of... I mean, I've, I've, I've mentioned before how I feel the NXT tag division, while it might, there might be some potential there, besides War Machine and, and Red Dragon. Oh, and TM61. And TM61, yeah. I always forget them. Um, there's not a whole lot going on, and I wonder if they're going to shift away from traditional tag teams coming in to, you know, just pairing up singles competitors. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyways... Um, Next up, we had Kurt Angle backstage. Chad Gable shows up, and uh, he says, hey, you know, Kurt Angle says, you know, he says, oh, hey, how's Jason doing? And he said he's fine. He's just going through rehab or whatever. Well, Chad asked Kurt Angle that. What did I say? He said the other way around. Okay, Chad asked that to Kurt Angle, and he said, but I didn't bring you here to pair you with Jason Jordan. Uh, You're here for it to be a singles competitor because I think you can hit it out of the park, basically. Chad said, I'm ready for any, any opportunity you got. And uh, then Jinder shows up, mm-hmm. and uh, he, you know, says, "Kurt, it's messed up." Yeah. What happened last week, where I lost the US yeah. title to Jeff Hardy, and then Jeff Hardy gets sent to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, somehow, some way, he starts running down Chad Gable. Yeah, first he says, "You're who are you, Braun Strowman's tag team partner at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and hitting the gym?" Yeah. And then he made an <laughs> that was actually pretty that funny. Was funny, <laughs> because yeah, his delivery was good. And then his next attempt at a joke. Uh, not so much. Mm, so, yeah, Mini-Me, Vern Troyer, died a couple days ago in a very sad situation where I think he had actually been in the hospital like a couple months prior to him actually dying. A couple months? Maybe it was a couple days. I don't know. I forget what it was. But it's it's really sad. Um, and uh, and he said, oh, you know, I, I get that you're making the joke that, you know, he's smaller. But comparing him to Mini-Me and then saying straight up, he just passed away two days ago. That is not making your joke any better. That is like... You know, it's a you know, it's a human being, man. You can't be cracking those kind of jokes. Nope. And I'm really surprised that nobody said like I I got on Twitter, I was like, I'm not really gonna say anything, but I wanna see what anybody else says. Nobody else said anything either. Well, I thought I saw something. Oh, did you? Okay. Maybe. Anyways. Uh but it was what it was. And he said that and the funny thing is he said the joke really sheepishly, and I wonder if even he felt uncomfortable. Could you be. know? Could be. Anyways. Um so then that led to a match between the two of them. Again, we've said this before. This is kind of a recent thing that we've talked about, I know, in a specific episode, talking about Jinder Mahal. Number one, I find Jinder very entertaining as a character. Um, I want to see the guy succeed. I really do. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's that great of a wrestler. And given how SmackDown is loaded with, with really good wrestlers yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I feel like Raw is a better situation for yeah. him. Um, that being said, Chad Gable is a hell of a wrestler. Yeah. And so this was a decent match. It was. Like, Jinder can... He can be brought to a decent match yeah, with yeah. a and decent I opponent. Think, I don't remember when it was I said it, but if if it, I think gender benefits from being in the ring with people who work a faster pace because it forces him to work a faster pace. Because mm-hmm. when he works his usual pace, which is slower, more meticulous, yeah. 
Um, it's not the most exciting contest. Yeah. Whereas this match, um, Ginger's match against AJ for the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fast pace. Yeah, sure. More entertaining. Yeah. When you have somebody who's taking it, who's, yeah. What you just said. Um, Chad Gable reverses a Coloss into a roll-up and picks up the win. Yeah. After Ginger had the upper hand for most of the match. So I'm wondering, whoever's booking this is also the producer behind the Elias uh, uh, Bobby Roode thing. Because kind of, kind of... Oh, roll up. Kind of upsets also. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, figure yeah. Bobby Roode's going to go over and you figure Jinder Mahal's going to go over. Well, you think if Elias is going to win, it's going to be through nefarious means. Right, exactly. Not just a relatively clean roll up. Yeah. But I do like that, I mean, Jinder's been on TV <laughs> a couple weeks in a row, so good for him. And there, there, there does seem to be, look, say what you will about Jinder, when it comes to the general power rankings of, of the of the superstars. You mean uh, the raw top 10? <laughs> the raw top 10, yeah, <laughs> list, exactly. Um, they do treat Jinder like a bigger star, mm-hmm. you know, and they should. He was WWE champion for six months. Yeah. So can we just get, where is, boy, that came late. Wait, where's the... Uh, Oh, cool. So we can talk about it in like three more segments. No, four more segments. My segment of the year so far, Baron Corbin's promo. Oh, no way, Jose. I can't wait for that. Um, next, Riot Squad interview. Pretty basic stuff. Yeah. Um, Ruby Riot really should have been a, a face. Mm-hmm. She's too likable. Mm-hmm. She's way too likable. She's a really good face in NXT. And Yeah, I know she was. Um, so it kind of bums me out, but Liv Morgan's getting a little bit better on the mic. Yeah. So is Sarah Logan. She's getting better. I can make out about half of what she says now. Um, something about trapping animals. Yeah. And she said the locker room has, uh, they're, they're jumping at shadows, which was is good. Yeah. So it was yeah. fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, next Samoa Joe iPhone promo. I loved it. So, and I, I, sorry, I forget who said this on Twitter, but somebody said this reminded me of a Matt Chat uh, video yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can't. Now I can't get that out of my head. Whenever yeah. I see these iPhone promos, and what 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 uh, college word did he bust out? Prognosticators. Prognostication. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's yeah, great, man. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, he basically said, you know, Roman, you're going to lose, and then yeah, I'm going to destroy whatever's left of you. Oh yeah, at backlash because I still have a match, even though yeah. I'm a different brand. Even though Samoa Joe's going to lose that match, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, next, Mistraj again backstage. Um, talking to somebody, camera pans out, it's Finn Balor. They want to be a uh, part of uh, Balor Club, the inner circle of Balor Club, I guess. Yeah, they don't they simply... They want to yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, in, in a wrestling way. And here's my disappointment about this thing. I wish they had done it because it had been funny for those who got the joke. Instead of saying, you know, us and Balor Club would be too sweet, they should have said, us and Balor Club is real. <laughs> That would have been much funnier. That would have been good. So they throw up a couple of two-sweets. Finn says, no. He wouldn't even two-sweet them. In fact, they held up two-sweet after he walked out of frame. He came back and lowered their hands. That's so rude. I know. Like, man, I feel like, you know, at least give him a two-sweet. Balor Club is supposed to be for everyone. It is. Right? Yeah. So, like, I feel like they should be able to get the two-sweet. He can say no and then still get a two-sweet. And say, look, guys. I mean, but at the same time, they've kind of been terrorizing him exactly. off and on. I, I understand. I would understand why he might, you know, hold a grudge. Yeah, but still, turn, but he, but turn, both, he fe- I feel like he's a turn the other cheek guy. Yeah, but here's the thing: both Finn and Seth were pretty cordial in their interactions with Miz Taraj, given their histories. Yeah, sure. With them, they, they at no point were they rude. Yeah, they weren't necessarily disrespectful. Yeah, um, there was they were damn near sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, especially Seth. Yeah, totally. Give him the two sweets. Say, look. Say sorry, you know, given our, our, our history, it can't do it. But uh, good luck to you. He walks out, 
They're about to too sweet each other. Just drop a little too sweet on them. Yeah. It's not going to hurt anything. Crowd will pop. Yeah, crowd will pop for that. Absolutely. Because like even, even have Finn do it like this, like, all right. Yeah. Here's the thing. People like Miss Taraj. I know. They really do. They want them to do well. I know. So it would have been nice to have seen a too sweet. Yes. But, you know, when a guy punches you in the face, I guess that sort of ends that. Next up, we had a fantastic match. This was a ton of fun. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. This was the Braun Strowman show. This was fantastic. Every time he got off the ring apron and ran to shoulder check the crap out of Kevin Owens, who sold it like it was real. I can watch it all day. It was, dude. I laughed so hard, like the second time he did it, and then even more the third time. Or we the, did it twice. The, the third, third time, time was the drop, drop kick. kick. Yeah, no, which I is laughed. always insane. I laughed my 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 ass off. Oh, it was fantastic. But, it but was even great. before that, it was a really fun match. Uh, Lashley was in majority of the match. Got the hot tag to Strowman. Mm-hmm. Um, Owens and Zayn were were you know bending the rules a bit. Owens ran around once, pulled Strowman off the apron. Right, mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley about to hit, get the hot tag. Just a really well-booked, fun match. No, this was good. I had one small problem with it, and this is kind of nitpicking, I guess, but the idea that Sami Zayn could strong-arm Bobby Lashley away from a hot tag, he's, like, on top of him doing this. Yeah. And I'm like... No, but Lashley got up. Huh? Yeah, no, he did. He powered his way up. (laughs) I'm just feeling like Bobby Lashley is jacked yeah he is he, he should kind of just be held, able to toss sammy zane up there forever in that uh oh suplex. that was fun that was a lot of fun and i love i love i love i love sammy zane selling it by kicking his feet oh also he was like shaking his head because yeah all the blood rushed to his yeah like that was, was great it was that stuff. was really good stuff um braun Strowman is the most over guy in all of raw i know he's incredibly over i know and it's awesome i know and eventually eventually there I, I don't know if it's gonna take I don't know what it's going to take, but eventually they got to give him top spot. They got to give him top spot. They really do. It's getting to the point almost where he can't be denied. How is it they're not in a meeting and they don't all agree this dude should be the next face of the company? He's got everything and more. I know. Uh, Next, now you can talk about the segment you really want to. let 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 me ask you one thing. Let me ask you one thing. What? Braun jumping down from the apron and running over to to check Kevin Owens a couple times. Whose idea was that? They I did mean, it last week once. They did it last week oh, once. Oh, okay. I'm assuming that they're working with a producer or a writer, yeah, and yeah. we just don't know. I remember when it happened last week, the way Owens sold it? Because it, it kind of happened, because I think Braun checked them and then went after Zane with something. So it was almost kind of incidental. Mm-hmm. But I remember Owen, watching Owens sell, like, oh my gosh, that was a great sell. So just, someone watched it, liked the spot. Could be. And said, oh, we got to do this again. Let's do it twice because it's really effective, especially we've, when we focus on it. We've always kind of felt that it wouldn't surprise us. If Owens and Zane, but especially Owens, had some degree of input in his mm-hmm, creative, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't surprise me if this was a Kevin Owens thing. Could be because he's that seems to be up his alley in terms of his sense of humor. That's yes. just the, that's just the, yeah. the 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 impression I get. Yeah, let's talk about this now. No way, Jose and his and his stupid well, before before all this. There's a promo before commercial saying next Baron Corbin. Right. So I'm like, oh, they're gonna feed. Corbin some jobber. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. And then back from commercial, No Way Jose's music hits. Yeah. He walks down the ring or dances down the ring yeah. with his conga line. Yeah. I'm like, really? They're going to job out No Way Jose on his second appearance on or third appearance, however many he's been on Raw? How would that surprise you? <laughs> no, that it really could would not surprise you. But given you. how he was booked the first time, I thought, ah, it's a little soon for that. Okay, yeah, sure. So then Baron comes out to the, the ramp. Yeah. He has a mic. Oh, my God. Promo of the year. This was the most Baron Corbin promo I've ever heard in my entire life. It was fantastic. 
he said, first he says, he says, come on, man, you're that all people there, five or six of your people, they're there to jump me if we have match. I'm Baron Corbin. I'm now raw. I used to be champion. I think that was actually a line he said, I used to be champion. He didn't specify U.S. champion. Oh, I know, I know, I He know. just said, I used to be champion. Uh, I am here on Raw to be champion again. You like having fun. I like not letting have people have fun. That's how I have fun. Is my fun not your fun? By the way, the camera cuts at one point to Noe Jose, who already inherently has a confused look on his face as a human being, yeah. but he looked more confused by what I the know. hell Baron Corbin was saying up there. But it, he says, I'm not having match now. We'll have it another time or something like that. Yeah, right? and then he leaves. He leaves. Noe Jose somehow, in with one sentence, out-promos Baron Corbin's ramble. Well, he pretty much just says, Okay, well, this match is going to happen, but the party's still going. Let's go. That was it. <laughs> exactly. Straight to the point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is like the coolest I've ever seen Noe Jose. He completely no-sold this stuff. And so the conga line goes up the ramp. Noe Jose stays, you know, in the middle of the ramp, dances as the conga line goes back. Right as he turns around and go backstage, attacked by Baron Corbin. Here's the yeah. thing. How come there was how many people in this conga line that was there to set a trap for Baron? Yeah. How come nobody did anything about it? And also, I want to give credit to Corey Graves because he was pointing out various people in the conga line. Yeah, yeah, There was yeah. Hot Pepper guy. <laughs> and then Michael Cole says, uh, lime green shirt guy. Yeah. And Corey Graves says, oh, he looks like he's a Hardy Boys cosplayer. That's right. That was great. Oh, and by the way, we forgot to mention this at the top of the show. One thing that this Raw did was make me sorely, sorely, Sorely and severely miss Booker T. Yes. There was one moment on camera when the commentators, you know, when they do the thing, they're standing up talking to the camera. Booker T and Corey Graves uh, threw a glance at each other. That lasted, I swear to God, six seconds. And it was the most bromancy look I've ever seen between two men. <laughs> and it was a thing of joy. Yeah. These two guys obviously love the crap out of each other. They amuse the crap out of each other. And it's it's so sad that they have to be separated I again. I know. I know. The whole, the whole interaction about the Noe Jose entrance. Oh. It's so good. Fantastic. It's so good. I love Booker T and Corey Graves together. They make such a fantastic yes. team. Yes. It bums me yes. out big time. I know. It bums me out. This is just a one-week thing. Yeah. Um, what, what happened after that? Oh, so anyways, uh, Baron Corbin beats the heck out of No Way Jose, does a mm -hmm. choke slam, mm -hmm. backbreaker mm -hmm. onto him on the ramp. Yeah. I guess we're getting this feud now. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, a PSA from Alexa Bliss. A yeah. Moment, a moment called? of bliss. A moment of bliss. A yeah. moment of bliss. And she, it was an anti bully. It was, yeah. It's like, like an anti bully. Here's a public thing. service announcement. Yeah. And um, she said burrito bowl, and that was funny. I'll admit I laughed. I know it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's, it's bad. I freaking laugh, man. Her delivery was spot on. She played it with a, such a straight face. Mm -hmm. And there were elements of her little story that she told that cracked me up. She said the word burrito bowl. Yes, burrito bowl. Which is a funny damn word. Phrase. Phrase. And she told a story about a homeless lady coming up to her and Nia Jax back when they were still friends. And uh, she, uh, you know, she had a burrito bowl. She gave it. Uh, she 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 gave it to the homeless lady, Nia Jax, then ripped it away from her and started laughing and eating the burrito bowl. And Alexa Bliss pointed out the sound 
She said, you know, I'll never forget the sound of her laughing maniacally and chewing. And I, I laughed. I thought it was funny. I thought it was, I thought it was well executed. It's a terrible angle. It is. It's not good. No. But this performance made me laugh. So there it is. It was really just the words burrito bowl that got yeah. me. I, 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 you could say burrito bowl in pretty much any context and I'll, I'll chuckle. I know. I know. I agree. Anyways. Anyways, after that, uh, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins teamed up to take on the Miz Taraj. Um, if they're going to pair up a couple of superstars, it'd be pretty cool if we eventually got a Finn Balor, Seth Rollins team. I know they were tagging together on the house show mm-hmm. circuit. Yeah, yeah, pretty heavily, yeah. Yeah, they got good chemistry. They Instagram, he, Finn Balor Instagrammed a picture of them together. Yeah. And they look serious and cool. Yeah, man. They, they both look very cool. I know. So, yeah. Um, that was good. That was good. They picked up the win. Um, Finn pinned Curtis Axel after a stomp from Seth and a coup de grace from Finn. Uh, next, Natalia, Nia Jax, Ember Moon, Sasha Banks, and Bailey backstage. Uh, Natalia was kind of giving a pep talk mm-hmm. to her team for the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both Ember and Nia talked briefly. The three of them um, went, I would assume, towards gorilla position. Sasha turns to Bailey, looks at her, and Bailey walks the opposite way. So, like, yeah, this was this is like not a very great backstage segment, partially because. Ember Moon, God bless her soul. I think she was so excited to be there. Nia Jack said her thing, and then Ember Moon said, Riot Squad. Because <laughs> she was supposed to say something else, and it was one of those things where the words just completely escaped her, so she went, Riot Squad is going to get theirs or something, man. And uh, <laughs> I just started chuckling. But but she is she was one of the highlights of that damn match. Ember Moon, man. Oh, gosh. She's she great. is so she's so good in the ring. Yes, yeah, she is. So, anyways, um, and then yeah, then all the all the women left except for Sasha and Bailey, and I'm just thinking they're thinking to themselves, this is really what people want to see right here. We could put on like a killer match, match of the year. Just, I know. just what people want to see. I know. So, so wait, are they? They're not scheduled for anything, right? They don't have like a match coming up or anything. No. Okay. Wouldn't be surprised to happen at Backlash though. Yeah, I really want them to like. We time. we've mentioned before this needs to this needs to be a slow burn to SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or at where least they need money to... in the bank. Because money in the bank. Well, well, they're no, gonna they're no, gonna yeah, be yeah, in the money in the yeah, bank. Yeah, they're in the money in the bank. So yeah, SummerSlam yeah. just kill it. Oh, they could kill it. Oh man, you know what's gonna happen during the money in the bank match? Eclipse off the ladder. Don't ever, no, don't do that. That's dangerous. I know, but so was doing off like the third from the top rung, yeah, not, not the, the very, top, not the very top. This is second from the top. Okay, that's fine. Because they did, she did the one from the the top rope to the outside on Shayna Baszler. That's right. Oh, that's gonna be good, man. Yeah, man. So, anyways, our main event. Who's early favorite to win that? Well, I don't know who's in it. Wouldn't that be killer if they gave it to Ember Moon? That'd be fantastic. Oh, it'd be killer. Well, who's going to be in the movie? It would be three. I think it's cross-brand, so it's going to be, I assume, three from Raw, three from SmackDown. So Sounds right. So we Sasha, Bailey, Ember Moon. Okay. And then over on SmackDown, Becky. Becky, Charlotte, and somebody else. Becky, Oscar, Charlotte? Oh, yeah. Becky, Oscar, Charlotte. Boy, that's a stacked Money in the Bank match. I think both of them are going to be stacked because Holy they're cr- cross-brand, yeah, man. right. Boy. Boy. Some people are going to be left out of that one, man. Yeah. Unless they bring it up to like eight people. That might be too many. And it'll still be stacked. I know. Uh, main event, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and the Riot Squad taking on Bailey, Ember Moon, Natalia, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax. This was fun as was hell. Fun. This was fun as hell, fun. and I love, love, love the finish. It was chaotic. It was yeah, messy. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of great stuff. Mickey James was totally a standout. Uh, Ember Moon was a standout. 
Um, and Nia Jax was a standout. Yeah, I've never seen her do that shoulder tackle off the apron before onto everybody. That was crazy. <sighs> onto, okay, so everybody fell, but it was on directly on Ember, Ember Moon. Moon, pretty much. She got laid out. Yeah, man. Um, no, there was a lot of really good stuff to, to enjoy about this match. Kind of the major story beat leading to the finish was uh, Natalia had Mickey James and a sharpshooter. Sarah Logan comes in, breaks it up with a chop block. Natalia sold the crap yeah, out of it. Yeah, she sold it really well. Rolled out of the ring. Trainers come up to check on Natalia's knee. After that, people, it was like chaos. Everybody fighting. Mm-hmm. Nia does a leaping shoulder tackle off the apron onto everyone on the outside. Um, Mickey James recovers enough to go around to where Natalia is, starts beating on her. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey runs out to make the save. Mickey gets back in the ring. And then while Ronda's uh, looking after Natalia, Mickey does like a sliding kick. Yeah. Knocks Ronda over, upsets her greatly. Ronda gets in the ring, judo throw, arm bar. Uh, Mickey is no longer an issue. I Ronda Rousey, she she, I mark out, dude. I pop for her when she, when that music hits. It's they're they're so on the right path with mm-hmm. her. They're so on the right path. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like, what's her ceiling? What do you think? Like, if they keep this up, is she going to be? I mean, I know the, the like we've heard that the plan is to main event Mania thirty five. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. She picks up the title then. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be pretty hot. Yeah. Man. I think it's at this at this point it's totally believable. I wonder how I mean there's the 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 possibilities with her I think are totally endless. I think that the women's division plus what's going on in NXT is so stacked that they could be like it's it's possible. And there's look there's talent across all divisions, but it's possible they could be perennial A show. I'm sorry, a story mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. Charlotte, Oscar, Bailey, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. perennial a storyline. Um, I mean, I don't know if if the 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 analogy between Stone Cold and Vince is is possible because Stone Cold was what? That's what this light show your computer's putting on right here. What's going on? It's changing like the lights were changing colors and stuff. What does that mean? What lights? What this one right here? No, all this stuff around the the rim of your laptop. Oh, I don't know. It's all just for show, man. Smoke and mirrors. Makes it look cool. I don't know. I thought it might mean something. It might. That turns on. That turns on. Oh, that's what it was. I think it was just kind of turning off It's going in chill mode. It's having a Corona right now. Corona. Beer cozy. I'm bringing some Coronas on Friday. I'll bring Pacificos. Yeah, we got, we're in for a long day. We better bring some donuts and get some lunch because we're going to be here till. I know. The show's going to last till 2. I agree, man. And then we got to do a recap right afterwards. Or we should. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, anyways. Um, no, it's fantastic. I, I, I thought that the, the main event, I thought there were a couple of really, really fantastic moments around. I'm really yeah, looking forward yeah. to SmackDown tonight, though. Yeah, me too. I get, I get the feeling that I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Their creative mojo. I'm not talking about I Mojo mean, Raleigh. We get, we get a Miz TV segment with Daniel Bryan tonight. That's been advertised. That's hot. Hot. Oscar and Becky Lynch taking on the Iconics in a tag match. That's going to main event. Mm-hmm. They're doing that because of the women thing. And mm-hmm. we, you mentioned this before, cameras were even rolling. Triple H issued a statement. Is oh, that he right? did an interview with the Independent. Yeah, okay, all right. All it was that. an interview. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Wrestling Inc. has a has a rundown on I it. I find it funny that people are giving us flack about not having women at the show. <laughs> he didn't actually say that. No. Um, but, um, but, yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, that's going to main event. That's why they had yeah, the main yeah. event, the Raw yeah, yeah. women's thing. Yeah, Let's answer some questions, Steve. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Nemo 
Steve has crossed the line, ate Larson's leftover lunch, probably my tuna, and I said you couldn't have it, when he was at the office alone, and there is only one place to settle it in the octagon. You both in get a choose. octagon? Holy crap. Yeah, man, this is a real fight. You both get to choose someone to train you, someone to be your manager, someone to be your hype man or woman, one person needs to be on commentary, and you can decide together who will be, who will be the ref. Mm-hmm. Well, the ref's an easy decision, right? It's Hilton, right? No, I thought we were do what was uh, Herb Dean? Oh, I wanted Hilton to be the ref. Okay, Hilton be the ref. <laughs> He's no anything about refereeing an MMA ma- match, though. I'm pretty sure he'd help me get over to. That's an issue. Yeah. So I, I vetoed well, that. You, yeah. Yeah, I vetoed that decision. Well, you don't get it. The State Board Athletic Commission. It's true. It's out of our hands entirely. It's out of our hands, so it's Hilton. Um, no, he's not qualified. He's not licensed to do it. I'm going to get Dan Henderson to train me. All right, why? Because he's old and very successful. Okay. Who are you going to get to train? Uh, no. no, wait. GSP. I'm, I'm going to get – my team is going to be – oh, that's a good one for you because you're all small and wiry. Um, it's going to be a combination of Dan Henderson, uh-huh. Dan Severin. Okay. Because he's like a bear like me. And yeah, yeah, come yeah, at you no, like a bear. No, yeah, it's no cartoon Mickey Mouse stuff, huh? This is a real fight. Right, exactly. And, uh, oh, man, who else? Oh, and then I'm going to go to London and train, or England and train with Bisping. Oh. Because I just want to go to England. I thought you were going to do three Dans. Oh, yeah. What other Dan? I was thinking about that, too. Oh, and Dan uh, White. (laughs) Dan A. White. Dan A. White. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's where the money is. Anyways, uh, let's see. Um, So there's the train, someone to be your manager. Who do you want to be your manager? Who are, what role do managers fulfill in the UFC? I don't know. Because it's handling your business affairs, like legitimately. If it's just one fight, I don't need anybody to handle my business affairs. I just need to cash a check. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Um, can I get my manager to Someone to be your your hype man or hype woman. Um, Justin Bieber. Oh. No, this is the right answer. The Burger King. <laughs> Damn it! Give me the Burger King. You just beat me on that one. Crap, you one might win this match. for commentary. Oh, I love Joe Rogan I on do commentary. Too. I think I he's do. great. I and bring too. back Mike Goldberg. Yep. Okay, we're on the, yeah, okay. And then we need to decide. So, oh, so Nemo says we got to decide together who's going to be ref. I, well, yeah, that's what I said together. The, the, or we said, I said to begin with. So Herb Dean? Yeah, man. I like Herb Dean. Yeah, he's great. Man, imagine being in that octagon here in uh, Bruce Buffer. Say her name. Fighting. Oh, that'd be great. Oh man. And then like they'd get a shot of me, and his hand would poke in. Oh, I, I like when best. he gets super close that's to people. The best. That's the, that's the best. He, Fighting. He's so fired up about it. Gosh, it's so good. It's time. Anyway, he has a podcast, or he did a while ago. Oh, I don't yeah? know if he still does or not. Oh, well, I think I knew that. I wonder what he talked about. Um, fat bastard champ Alex Foster and Kayfabe. How do people get their own shows? <laughs> Dan Matha. Um. Oh, I th- uh, in kayfabe. I mean, I look. They go to look. So kayfabe includes what we see in two K eighteen, the gorilla position there. Yeah. In my career mode. Yeah. So they talk to Jason Jet, and uh, mm. and they say, "Hey, you know, the Sammy and Kevin show. Um, we're gonna need some pictures. We want this is segment right here." And they say, well, let's see if we can work this out with production, I guess. It's probably not that different from how it actually happens, how it actually happens to be honest with you. Yeah. Next. Uh, bronze grappling hook. Whose promos do you find you're getting bored with? He's bored with Paul Heyman because every promo by him is the same as the last. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely the answer. Um, yeah. Shane McMahon. Yeah, that's, that's another good answer. 
I think of any uh, full-time wrestlers whose promos I'm kind of over. I mean, I'm never really excited when Roman talks. Yeah. So I'm kind of over that. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Every once in a while, he'll show, like, some actual charisma, and I'll be like, where's that guy all the time? Yeah, no, that wasn't on display last night. Friendo Club Hunter Rook. Kayfabe reasons Brock wasn't out with the other wrestlers for the Bruno Bell salute. I think it's just because he was coming out for the first segment of the show, and they went well, to... Kayfabe reason, though. No, I know. Um, well, yeah, the, I mean, it's, it's because he doesn't care. He doesn't know about WWE history. Yeah. So he doesn't even know who Bruno was. Uh, broken Jacob Omega. Hi, friendos. How would you guys book Ronda versus Charlotte at next year's Mania? Personally, I would have Ronda win the title, especially if she continues how she is now. Then I'd have Charlotte win the Rumble next year. Long-term booking. I feel like they need to not go with Charlotte as a face if they do that. I feel like Charlotte should be the final proxy for Triple H and Stephanie. Their close relationship with, with the Flair. Flares. Yeah. Um, you know, they've known Charlotte, obviously, since she was probably a baby. Um, I think that would be the way to go yeah. with that. Yep. Assuming they're going to do that, that proxy scenario with Stephanie in terms of taking on Rhonda. Um, I, th- and I think they should, yeah, I, think I think that's they how they, too. that's what they should do. No, I definitely think they should. Casey Malone. Do you believe it's possible that AJ could realign himself with the club and they could do a face tweener thing on SmackDown? Then at money in the bank, Finn wins the briefcase, turns heel with the club and cashes in on AJ. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Any 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 scenario that includes all four of them together is a is a winning is scenario. a winning scenario. Whipped, winning scenario. Whipped cream dream. If you could sit in the back seat and ride along with any superstars for an episode of Ride Along, who would you pick? I'll be hard pressed not to pick any combination of Gallows, Anderson, AJ, and Finn. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Regular Trevor. What is the first feud you want for Woken Matt and Woken Wyatt? Honestly, I want to be the fashion police. Oh, that'd be fun. They would have great videos. I'd love to see them go to the Hardy compound. Could honestly see uh, Tyler Breeze getting pinned by King Maxwell as well. Yeah, that could be fun. I want it to be with the wealth of... I want them to do another tag team apocalypto. Interesting. Uh, Top-notch Super Beast Slow Wolf. When Kevin Owens lost the Universal title to Goldberg, he said Stephanie said he could have a rematch for it whenever he wants. Do you think this will come into play while he is on Raw? Yeah, he's going to hes be one of the people brought out to feud against Roman for sure. Yeah, I could see that. It depends. I don't know. Like, there is always the possibility that they could see Kevin and Sammy as the next T-Bar. Mm-hmm. And they weren't breaking up anytime soon. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the Nightcrawler. Hey, guys. So, I'm a strong believer that Brock is one of the best performers in wrestling today, but only when motivated. My question is, if Brock was 100% motivated, who are five performers for him to have programs with across all promotions? Personally, he would love to see a motivated Brock put over Minoru Suzuki. I would love to see that, too. Yes. I think it'd be great. Nakamura. I think that'd be good. Uh, yeah, Nakamura would be fantastic. I still want to see Finn. I think that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. Um, Lashley. Yeah. That could be good. Yeah, that, that could be good. I'd be fine with that. And if they had, like, a shoot MMA thing. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Um, Brian Cage in Impact Wrestling. A talent swap in Impact Wrestling. Keith Lee. Keith. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, Robert Robert Snack. Would you rather have the Ascension join the Broken Universe and become an acolyte 
type team for a broken mat led faction or do you believe keeping them a jobber team benefits the product more i would like i i i, I want something good for them so no i'm gonna go with the broken universe i think that'd be fun that'd be yeah, cool same here uh, that guy to make up for no women's matches at longest Royal rumble. Should they do an all women's raw super show? Um, I would be totally fine with that. Um, I feel like last night and probably tonight's main event are some form of acknowledgement for, you know, the, the lack of women, uh, in the Saudi Arabia thing. Um, I don't know if, I guess my thing is this. If they were to do, no, I don't know. I, I don't know if they would do that or not. What? Probably not. What? Do not, because people have suggested that, like, it'd be cool if they did kind of to supplement that. Like a network special. A network, like an yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, an all women's yeah. network special. I think that'd be fantastic. I wonder if they would feel like it would be biting the hand that's feeding them in Saudi Arabia to a degree. I don't know. I don't know either. I could see that possibly being, you know, hey, would it be pissing them off if we're like, would it be sort of like, I don't know. You know? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, I'd love to see it. Though. Oh, yeah. Go. I think it'd be great. Connor, say yeah. Yeah. Farrell, with the debut of the Sammy and Kevin show, what three superstars on the main and NXT rosters would you give their own segment show to? Uh, Velveteen Dream. Oh, that'd be good. I'd li- yeah, I think the Velveteen Dream would be great, but instead of having it like did in WCW. Remember when Kevin Sullivan was feuding with Hulk Hogan before the NWO stuff? And the Dungeon of Doom Dungeon stuff. of Doom stuff. And they had like a weird set with weird lights. That wasn't in the ring. That was like up yeah, against yeah, yeah. the on the stage. Yeah. I would want like a Velveteen Dream interview segment. Yes. But with that level of set design. Yes, I'm yes, not, it's yes. obviously not the Dungeon of Doom stuff because yes, that's yes. not. I know what you mean, though. That, Production yeah. value. Or, or remember during the NXT, the North American Championship video promo? Mm-hmm. How he was like in his living room or something? Yeah, yeah. There. Yeah. On the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and they did a thing where like in the back corner, like there's another Velveteen Dream sitting there in a chair. <laughs> be weird. That would be weird. Oh, great question. Morgan the Younger. Power rank top five superstars banned from the office space. WWE so, superstars? Yeah, so Adam Mayhem right now is banned. He's the only wrestler that's He's not banned, banned from this office. He's not banned. Right? Um, other five superstars banned from here. It wouldn't be really beneficial to our business to ban them. No, it wouldn't at all. I can't really think of any. I mean, all time, we got to go with Benoit, right? He can't be here. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody on the current roster. It's just not good business. It's not good business. I wouldn't ban Roman Reigns. No, man, I no. wouldn't ban him. No. What about Scott Steiner? If no, they said, you, get, you get too much of a kick out of having him if here. If they said, hey, Scott Steiner wants to do an interview in your office, we do it? I'd do that. Yeah, I would too. I'd do that. What about New Jack? Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
All right, bring New Jack in. Karen's looking to take over your desk, man. She like said, here? No, that, de- cause, that desk. Well, I mentioned before that you just sort of chill here when you're doing stuff. Well, you came in today. I was sitting over there. Yeah, every morning you're sitting there. But once you transfer your computer here, it stays here. Yeah, because I don't want to keep moving my laptop back and forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no Enzo. Oh. <laughs> that look on your face right there. <laughs> Probably means no Enzo. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you want to play play per view? Yeah, you figure out what we're gonna do for play per view. <clears throat> Gotta be some sort of backlash, I would guess, huh? We did backlash last time. Okay, so no, this is a great question. I I agree actually. That guy, I think we already did one of his, but I'll do this again. Is it just me, or would it be better if Big Cass and Drew McIntyre switched spots on the roster? See, here's a, in one sense, I think it would for Drew because he'd be instantly in a main event spot on SmackDown. I think that's the spot that's, that he deserves. Yeah. At the same time, I don't think Dolph and Cass would have the same level of chemistry that Dolph and Drew already have. Here's another thing to consider. And I think their chemistry they already have, which is going to improve, is already pretty great and really entertaining. Once Cass is done with this Daniel Bryan thing... I'm not sure what his ceiling is mm-hmm. in terms of the short term anyways. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like the Drew-Dolph situation is probably better for Drew um, because we there's a long-term thing going on there. He's gonna, you've said this before. He's going to team with Dolph, and then he's going to turn face, and it's going to be yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, are really want, people already really want to like him, and they're going to really appreciate the work that he's doing with Dolph. Yep. Let's do a Starcade. Oh, man. I'm doing Starcade 93. You, you know the way to my heart, man. Starcade. You're doing what year? Starcade 93. That's a great year for WCW. You had Mankind versus, or not Mankind, uh, Cactus Jack versus uh, Vader in 93. Where do, why don't they just have the list of matches? Usually it's, there's a thing I hear on Wikipedia that just says results. You hit that and it's the matches. Where is that? Why is it not? Oh, there it is. Let's get angry. How many matches I know, do you man, have? Look at I you. have eight I have, matches. I have the possibility of 12. All right. Well, I have eight. What year are you doing? I'm in 95. So I'll take away the first four. All right. And we'll go from there. All right. I'll go first. Sounds good. You said you're doing 95, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, Masahiro Chono mm-hmm. versus Lex Luger. Chono. Wrong. Darn it. This is 95, man. Lex Luger was hot. Uh, Pretty Wonderful, which was Paul Orndorff. And Paul Roma. Paul Roma. I know who Pretty Wonderful are. Versus Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio. Oh, man. Pretty Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, is this, this might be a crossover with... Uh... Oh, is this a New Japan crossover? It doesn't say specifically, Anyways, but I think it is, yeah. Anyways. Uh, oh, here, <clears throat> here we go. Your favorite wrestler ever of all time, Johnny B. Bad. Oh. Versus uh, Masa Saito. Johnny B. Bad. Very good. They pushed him to the moon. Yeah, they did. In 95. Awesome Kong versus the Shockmaster. Oh, the first Awesome Kong. That's right. I forgot. Um, this is Starcade 
Uh, Shockmaster won that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Shinjiro Otani versus Eddie Guerrero. Otani. Very good. Uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Lord Steven Regal for the WCW World Television Championship. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Ricky Steamboat versus Lord Steven Regal. Ooh, who came in as champion? Uh, Lord Steven Regal. 93. I'll say Regal retained. He did with a time limit draw. I said Regal retained. I know, I know. <laughs> you probably thought he cheated. Uh, should I get a point for that? Yeah, it's fine. You said Regal retained. You didn't say he won. You said he retained. All right. In a singles match. Okay. Uh, Tenzan versus, oh, yeah, the macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Tenzan. No. Snap into a Slim Jim. Uh, Tex Lazinger okay. in Shanghai Pierce versus awesome Cactus Jack and Max Payne. Cactus Jack, Max Payne. Uh-huh. Uh, Sting versus Kensuke Sasaki. Sasaki. Uh, no, Sting won. Um, Dustin Rhodes versus Steve Austin in a best two out of three falls match for the United States Heavyweight Championship. Who came in as champion? Dustin Rhodes. Ninety <clears> three. <throat> yep. That's too early. Dustin Rhodes won. No, Steve really. Won. Two nothing. Swept them. Ooh. What? Triple threat match. Okay. The perennial WCW franchises. Ric Flair, Lex Luger, Sting. Who won? Flair. Very good. You're on the board. Well, I was on the board before. Uh, in a match for the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Rick Rude versus the boss. Uh, Rick Rude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess that last match, that triple threat match, led to a spot to fight for Randy Savage's WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Ric Flair won that match. Therefore, he got to move on and fight Randy Savage. Who won? Macho Man. Wrong, Ric Flair. Yeah, actually, said Ric Flair. Uh, the Nasty Boys versus Sting and Road Warrior Hawk. For the WCW World Tag Team Championships. Champions. Championships. Championship. The Nasty Boys were champions. I'll say they retained. No. Really? Sting and Road Warrior Hawk were tag team champions? Yeah, man. That's interesting. Anyways, I got... Oh, you have one more. See if you can pull into one singles match for the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's funny. This is a dark match. <laughs> Here, I'm going to go back and see if there's a better match in the ones that we didn't. Oh, here we go. How about this one? Ooh, here we here, How about this one? You still have one more match here, too. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Chris Benoit. Uh, Liger. Very good. You have one more. Okay. Uh, for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, the champion, Vader, okay. versus Ric Flair. Starcade. Vader was champion coming? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, 93, sorry. I'll slay Flare won it. Yep. Nice. Six. Good job. And yes, it was confirmed here. Um, Jason the Cabbie says there were some WCW. Wait, hold on a second. Oh, that was a crossover show? Hold on. Yeah, it was a New Japan crossover show, yeah. I'm trying to see what he said. Save it for the post show. All right, very good. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hold on a second, Hilton. Do you have that music queued up? Come on, Hilton. Oh, good job, Hilton. Look at that. He's got that music. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.